0: Welcome to Praying the Psalms with Jesus, a video series that comforts us and uh, teaches us and helps us understand that when we pray, we don't pray alone. And specifically, when we pray the Psalms, we pray them with Jesus. Now in the previous video, we talked about this righteous man, this, uh, this advocate. Who is he? Um, and we find that the scriptures speak of Jesus as being uh, the one who makes us holy. Hebrews chapter two says that Jesus is the holy one who makes us holy, and we have solidarity, right? So solidarity, bad news with with Adam, um, and we are joined to him uh, by nature, and because Adam sinned, all sinned, and because sin has come into the world, so also death. But that's part of the story. Uh, the good news is that we have the second Adam, the promise of our brother Jesus, and through faith. We're connected to him. And so he's the righteous one. He is the one who uh makes us holy, who gives us all of his works. And so uh, the man, the righteous one of Psalm one, uh is uh is Jesus our our brother. So that's one end of the spectrum. Jesus is the righteous one. Now the other end of it is also uh a, a a beautiful consolation for us, is that Jesus identifies with us as the sinner. Psalm 40, verse uh, 12, will speak of Jesus uh, being the one who takes sin upon himself. Now, it's important to note, um, again, Scripture interpreting Scripture, that the book of Hebrews helps us understand that Psalm 40 is uh, put on the lips of Messiah. So, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 5 says this, Therefore, when he, Messiah, comes into the world, he says, and again, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 5, uh, quotes uh, Psalm 40. So, Messiah comes into the world, and he says, these words are put on the lips of Messiah, the lips of Jesus, You didn't desire sacrifice and offering, but you prepared a body for me. You had no pleasure in whole burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin. And then I said, Behold, I have come in the scroll of the book it is written about me to do your will, O God. So again, Scripture interprets Scripture. Uh, The book of Hebrews helps us understand that Psalm 40 is what we would call a messianic psalm. Now you continue with Psalm 40 and you might be troubled then by the following words, Psalm 40 verses 11 and 12. Uh, The psalmist says, Do not withhold your mercy from me, Lord. May your love and faithfulness always protect me. And then verse 12, For troubles without number surround me. My sins have overtaken me, and I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head, and my heart fails within me. It seems that Psalm 40, if this is uh, speaking of Messiah and this psalm is on his lips, it seems as if this psalm is saying, My sins have overtaken me, uh, and I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head. We might think that uh, this is a, a verse that speaks of Jesus actually sinning. But who is the sinner, right? Who is the one uh, who commits the sin, and who is the one who becomes the sin. Again, Scripture interpreting Scripture. We are the sinners. We are the ones who commit the sin. But Jesus, as we're going to find out, is not the one who commits the sin, but he is the one who becomes uh, that sin for us. Again, Scripture helping us understand Scripture, Isaiah uh, chapter 53. Says, surely he, speaking of Messiah, has borne our sickness and he's carried our suffering. And yet we considered him plagued and struck by God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought uh, us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, we are healed. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him iniquity of us all. So again, who's the one that commits the sin? Well, that's us. Who is the one that becomes sin for us, without committing any sin himself? Uh, Well, that's our brother, the Lord Jesus. Galatians 3, Paul says, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. And so Jesus, again, becomes the curse of sin for us when he dies on the cross. Second Corinthians five, uh, perhaps the clearest statement for the scriptures from the scriptures for us. It says, for him who knew no sin, uh, he made to be sin on our behalf so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Again, uh, who is the one that commits the sin? Uh, Who is the one that becomes the sin? Uh, Our brother does not commit the sin, it is we who do that, Uh, but rather our brother takes that sin upon himself. He becomes that sin. He speaks uh, to the Father on our behalf. So the blessed man, the righteous one, is Jesus. The sinner, the one who takes the sin of the world upon himself, is Jesus. Our brother, again, the advocate, the mediator, uh, the atoning sacrifice. Uh, the one who is holy, um, takes sin upon himself, dies for us, and then in his resurrection, he gives to us his works. He makes us then holy. So we again remember and we take heart that uh, we don't pray these psalms alone. We always pray them with our brother, the Lord Jesus.